At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then, book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. What exactly is my responsibility here? to comfort insecure heterosexual men that can't possibly fall to me. On this episode of the commercial break. Is she jealous of the I think she's a little jealous of the guy. Yeah, there's another thing. Best friend? Yeah, work husband husbands having work husbands. That happens too. That's the thing about a work husband or a work wife. It's completely platonic. If it's truly like a work husband, work wife, and not an emotional affair, it's completely platonic. So does it matter if it's a guy or a girl? Yeah, really doesn't. doesn't. I have lots of work husbands. <laughs> I, I have, and I have sex with them. <laughs> the next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Ah, yeah, Captains. Welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, the beautiful Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chris. Oh, best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. It has been said many times before in our long and tenured history as friends together (laughs) that we are fucking. (laughs) (laughs) That is what the the word was around the office where we first met. Oh, man, was it? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things. You know, you... Every, I think a lot of people have been through this, too, because it's written about a lot, and I've, I've done a lot of research about it for this particular episode. But, it, you know, having a work wife or a work husband is not particularly unusual. There are some yes. therapists and psychologists that think it's actually beneficial to the mm-hmm. workplace and to your own mental health and sanity. But, you guys, it, but like, take all that bullshit away. Take all the science out of it, and then you know you have somebody at work where, you know, you give them a, that look, and they get you out of an, uh, a weird conversation, or you kick them <laughs> under the table during a meeting, or, you know, you go out for a drink in the afternoon just to talk shit about what's going exactly. on at the office, yep. and then everybody assumes that you're fucking so that they say so. <laughs> well, I think people find it hard to believe, too, that a woman and a man can be best friends. Well, a woman and a man without. can't be best friends without having sex. That's, <laughs> That's clearly the case. <laughs> <laughs> no, that we we have pr- proven that model. We did, yes. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's like six or seven months that I don't remember. Uh, no, it's true. We we never hooked up. But that's no. just one of the one of those uh, relationships that I've had in my life that I value highly. Obviously, I asked you to be on the commercial break. Yes. Nothing says fuck you like asking you to be on the commercial break. <laughs> Nothing says I devalued our friendship <laughs> by, hey, you want to take this crazy ride with me? But the work, husband, work, wife fascination continues. And yes. there's a lot of people out there that struggle with this. How does, I mean, Jeff obviously handles this okay. He doesn't mind this. No, yeah. yeah, he doesn't care. Well, you've been there since the beginning. Yeah. With Jeff and I. I was on the so very first date with you and Jeff. We were not kicked you out. We were a thruple. <laughs> I kicked you out. Yeah, we were a thruple until Chrissy told me to go home. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> and, and and conversely, Astrid has has handled this yes, wonderfully she's too. Been she doesn't very get all welcoming yeah. to me as yeah. one of your best friends. So, 
she doesn't get up all upset about this kind of thing. She she finds that regardless of the sex, the friendship is the thing that's important, right? Yes. So she really doesn't get bothered too much by all this. At least that's what she tells me. I mean, <laughs> she might be in it for the life insurance money. I'm not sure. <laughs> that, for that commercial break money. Yeah, you're in it for that TCB. If you're in it for the TCB money, you're going to be waiting a long time. Uh, so we got an Ask TCB that like brought this all up. I sent you an article the other day about mm-hmm. work wife and work husband. There was an article in... I had seen the same thing oh, and seen... thought the same thing. Yeah. When I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what everybody was thinking when we were at the radio station. I know. Pam and Jim, Charlie Brown and Lucy. Who else? Who is another famous <laughs> couple that never... Oh, I guess Pam and Jim did end up yeah, fucking in the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> they had a baby, not, didn't they? Not Pam and Jim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Cheers. <laughs> On Cheers, they had the Diane and Jim. What's his name? Sam? Sam Sam and Diane. Sam Malone. Yeah. So we got this Ask TCB, and that made me just go down this rabbit hole of work wife, work husband. And it's talked about a lot on the internet, like a lot on the internet. Because I imagine that a lot of people go through this and how their significant others handle the work wife, work relationship. Now, I think there is a fine line, and I mean a really fine line, between emotional affair and work wife, work husband, mm-hmm. right? Because emotional affair, it's easy to just bleed into an emotional affair where you guys are like texting each other in the middle of the night and you've got significant others. That's a different story. Chrissy and I do that, but it's... <laughs> we do. <laughs> But we're not talking. Should have probably thought about, about that sentence other, before it came out of not, my mind. We're not talking about the other, um, the other spouse. We aren't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we are talking about the other. spouse. That seems like it would be an emotional affair if you're like excluding your spouse and thoughts about that you're talking to the work person about. Yeah, if you're like. Yeah, I guess. If you're like cock blocking, I think emotional affair, you know when an emotional affair is an emotional affair. You start flirting with someone, Mm -hmm. right? And that flirting feels adventurous, and it feels like at any moment it could explode IRL. Yes. And if you're saying, I love you and I love you too, or hey, baby cakes, like, you know, shit like that (laughs) is probably completely inappropriate. Right. So, sorry about that. Sorry, Jeff. Uh, so I got an STCB from a woman named Kate, not her real name, but I'd like to read it to you because this is right on topic. Okay. Um, and I've been holding this it. back for a couple of, And thanks, Kate. Not her real name, Kate. But thanks, Kate, for sending this in. I you appreciate it. You know who you are. You know who you, you, know who you are. <laughs> you, know how my, you know how you're fucking up with your husband. All right, ready? Hey, TCB. I'm a big fan of the show. Only been a listener for about two months, but I'm hooked. I'm already... A hundred, oh no, excuse me, I've been a a listener for four months, excuse me. Uh, I'm already hooked, I'm already 124 episodes into the show, and I consider myself a super fan, best to you. Four months, 124 episodes, that's, you have a full-time job listening to the commercial break by (laughs) my estimation. I do that too, though, with things where I kind of binge out on something that I like. If it's if there's back stuff going on, yeah, but the commercial break, I know, <laughs> right? Really? I don't. I mean, I don't get that. Yeah, there's a difference between <laughs> like Breaking Bad and the commercial break. You know what I'm saying? We're very close, though. Yeah, Better Call Saul and the commercial break just neck and neck for bingeable. <laughs> if you've got a, if you're going on vacation and you take a week off and you go to the beach, bring the commercial break with you. We're great companions. Mm-hmm. You'll be back at work and did no time. <laughs> <laughs> You'll catch the next flight out <laughs> and leave your phone at the beach. Uh, okay, best to you. I'm a super fan. Best to you. Best to you also, Kate. I have a problem and I'm in need of some bad advice. I think you're the perfect uh, couple to help me out. Okay, <clears throat> I work in an office and before 2020, we went in every single day, nine to five, a regular job. I'm a professional saleswoman working in healthcare tech. I've had the same job for about six years. And right at about four months after I started, another salesperson joined the company and was added to, added to my team of about 25 people. We all cover the same region and work in the same office. His name is Tim. For the purposes of this conversation, his name is Tim. It's not mm-hmm. his real name. Right. When Tim came in and we hit it off right away, we had the same personality traits, senses of humor, general interests in music, pop culture, and movies. We also like a good, strong drink before, during, or after work. <laughs> <laughs> before. I like this. Love pre, it. Pre, before? Yeah. Good yeah, you mimosa. might be in emotional affair territory already. <laughs> mimosa in the morning to start the day. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. <laughs> uh, it seemed we were destined to be friends from the very start. 
and it didn't take us long before we did become best friends. We spoke all day at work, we hung out after the day was done, and it was not unusual for us to spend Saturdays and Sundays together hanging out, going to parties, or doing things around the city. It's hard to explain, but I would definitely call him my work husband. It's not hard to explain. You found solace in somebody, you found a companion that, you know, the puzzle pieces fit, and... Mm -hmm. When two humans meet each other, I like to think, you know, maybe they're meeting for a second time after having met in another life. Another you know what life. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like maybe they but were. I do have a question. Maybe you're about to get to this, but they're hanging out on the weekends. So are there no spouses involved? Right now, there are not. Okay. I'm kind of, I'm kind okay. of getting a little ahead in the story, okay. but I'm just letting you know that right now, there are not. When okay. they first start, they're like both you single and, I and ready. Yeah. So totally. Well, like I was that. married, but. Well, uh, you were, but. That's... Yeah, that wasn't going to last long. So. <laughs> it didn't last long. <laughs> I kind of already knew it, so I was like, oh, I better get a work wife. <laughs> Let me get a couple and see what's going on. Let me get a few work wives and see I'll what's going on there. I'll forget Julia coming up to me saying, hodly dodly. Hodly dodly. you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Take care of him. I'm about to leave. <laughs> He's going to need some help here in the real near future. But maybe these two are meeting from a different life. You know how that yeah, goes. Yeah, exactly. You know, like sometimes like a lion and a squirrel will be best friends and you'd be like what the fuck yeah. happened there you know you see those weird instagram posts or like some mm -hmm. story you know uh violent chimpanzee falls in love with you know uh box mouse or something like that and they're like best friends and <laughs> yeah. they see each other every day yeah i'd like to think somewhere in the back of my brain i know i don't like i don't talk alien light language but i like to think somewhere in the back of my brain sometimes you meet somebody from a and because i do not believe in the concept of time yes at all I like to think that, you know, you're just meeting I agree. I think in a different about, universe, yeah, in a different, like, you know. I think that way about you and multiverse. I, about Jeff, about, yeah. yeah, any of the really important people in my life that I just connected with, I feel like I've known before. That's right. That's why we've all connected before. That's yeah. why we were a thruple originally, but I got kicked out. <laughs> we were a threesome. Me and Jeff were women, and Holy was the man, and we were originally got together. <laughs> and you guys cut That's me right. out. But Chrissy got jealous. <laughs> Of Jeff and I making out, so she kicked us out of the bedroom, and that's why in Chrissy, life. yeah, in another life, <laughs> another universe, and another yes. multiverse. Uh, at the time we met, the both of us, uh, both of us were single. I had been recently divorced, and he was quite the Casanova. I watched from the sidelines as he dated woman after woman. Sounds exactly like wow. you and me. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, I saw I you know. cycle through a ton. Woman after woman, though. Oh, come okay, on. woman after woman. <laughs> And occasionally a man. You never knew with me what was going on. And a on. box squirrel. And a box squirrel, because we were friends in another life. Uh, I was divorced. He was quite the Casanova. I watched from the sidelines as he dated woman after woman, and his relationships were always short-lived. <laughs> Many times, the women who he dated were upset by our friendship. If he dated 15 women in the three years preceding the pandemic, at least five of them broke up with him because of our friendship or gave him an ultimatum mm. that he did not accept. In my head, I felt really bad for cock-blocking my best friend and his love life. In my heart, I was secretly happy he chose our friendship over his concubines. Sure. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. That's just human nature. <laughs> yeah. That's competitive. That's being competitive. It is. As time went on, people at work started to talk. In meetings, people would snicker at us, and the running joke went on forever. Kate and Tim are fucking. <laughs> it's an open secret. We actually got called into HR one time to discuss our relationship Wow. We were grilled for over a half an hour about whether or not we had a physical, intimate relationship outside of work. And we were told multiple times that this was against the employee rules unless um, unless noted by HR. In other words, unless you notify yeah. HR, right? Did they ride a Ferris wheel together? Uh, that was the whole th That was. <laughs> let's stop. Let's pause the thing. Let's pause for one second. Chrissy and I start Clear Channel around the same time. Yes. We become fast friends. Like, within days, we're fast friends, right? And then I get a divorce shortly after that, or I separate shortly yeah, after that. And, and Chrissy I and single. I... Yeah, and then we... Our friendship deepens even more because now we're not only hanging out inside of work, we're hanging out outside of work with everybody. But, you know, I would go over to her house, she would go over to my house. Yeah. What set the whole rumor mill off... <laughs> Was Chrissy and I went to a fucking country bumpkin fair one time. I don't know where the fuck we were. It was one of those like week, they, they blow into town for yeah. a week, set up shop. Yeah. Wigwam County. 
in South <laughs> Georgia. They were somehow associated with the radio with station. the radio station. The radio station was sponsoring. Yeah, they had like three rides at a. <laughs> You know, they had a Gravitron. Double it was bubble, one of those. Yeah, double bubble <laughs> fried Snicker bar machine or whatever right. it was. And they had this Ferris wheel. And we're talking like a Ferris wheel that looks like it's about to tip over. Yes. It was This was scary. <laughs> but we were drunk and it didn't matter. So we ended up getting on the Ferris wheel together. Well, the Ferris wheel, like a lot of these operators do, they literally push one thing at a time. Like you go up. It takes three hours to get around the Ferris wheel, <laughs> yes. basically. Right? <laughs> It stops every three feet. It never goes quite around. But then Chrissy and I are up there. It's a little chilly at night. And so I think, I, I don't know, maybe an arm was around the other one or whatever. We're just having fun. We're yeah, drunk. We have Bud Light in our hand. Right. Having fun. <laughs> we were laughing. That's right. And then some people start to claim that we were making out at the top oh, of the yeah. Ferris wheel. And it was like, we never made out at the top of the Ferris wheel. What are you talking about? But the rumor mill started yep. and it never stopped mm-hmm. from there. And everybody would reference the Ferris wheel. Whoa, you guys fucked on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> We didn't fuck on the Ferris wheel. What are you talking about? <laughs> I got pictures of her tits, man. I saw the whole thing. You weren't even there. Well, I wasn't, but somebody else was, and they told me. Right. Yeah, it was a whole thing. The rumors fly fast. But we never got called into HR. No. Because the HR director <laughs> yeah. was sleeping with everybody, right. too. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Right. Um, emotionally, we were definitely in a relationship, but that is where it ended. Mm-hmm. Then, January, 2000, uh, January 2020, I met somebody on a dating app. Our 10th official date was the night before the citywide lockdown was Ooh. announced for uh, coronavirus. Tim decided to travel west to visit his family, and I decided to move in my very new boyfriend. A lot of people wow. did that. A lot I've of people heard did that. that. Yeah. I'll tell you the story about That's how. That's ballsy. You remember this. <laughs> I got stuck in 2013, I think it was, 2012, 2013. In the we, snow. Had, we had a snowstorm yep. here in Atlanta, yep. and that snowstorm turned the entirety of I-75, one of the busiest highways in the country, into a sheet of ice yes. skating People ice. People were parked on the side of the road for days. For days. They, yes. would, they left their car on the highway. They walked to it wherever they awful. could get warm. And the governor literally had, for days afterwards, the governor literally had big machinery out there pushing the cars to the side of the road so the highway could open back up because people just left them there without they'd have ran out of gas whatever it was my third date with this woman i had just started dating do you remember this and i was desperate (laughs) within 24 hours to get her out of my like desperate (laughs) to get her out of my house I dated her for another two years. I know. It was so clear at that moment that we never should be together. <laughs> but the hard ones, but the hard ones. The hard ones, but the hard ones. <laughs> the hard ones, but the hard ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, Tim decided to travel out west, and I decided to move in my very new boyfriend. The world seemed like it was coming to an end, and I wanted company for the final yeah. show. Of course, <laughs> yes, I get it. Totally. Makes sense. Tim ended up staying out west and working from his parents' house while I grew closer to my boyfriend, who turned into my husband in late of 2021. Oh, congratulations. Tim and I stayed in touch. We texted almost daily. But without that physical interaction, without being in each other's space, it just wasn't the same as it has mm-hmm. been had been before. Out of sight, out of mind really came into play in this particular situation. He would always be my best friend, but we were having a season of discontent. Sure. Yes. Holy didn't talk to me for like six weeks one time because I dated a girl. (laughs) Okay, she was a little young. (laughs) Holy was pissed. She was, what would her mother think? I'm like, she's 21. What would her mother think? I don't know. What would her mother think? Holy was right, by the way. Uh... When I told Tim I was going to marry my boyfriend, he didn't react the way most friends would. He literally texted me back, quote unquote, congrats, and then didn't hear and then didn't text me again for another week. Mm -hmm. It really hurt my feelings. I was very upset and I felt disappointed in his reaction. Fast forward to November of last year, 2022, and our offices reopened. Oh. The, uh, The company that I work for expected the salespeople to be in the office at least three days a week, though I usually show up five days a week, almost every single week. Last month, Tim moved back into the city and he is now at the office five days a week also. While we didn't really stay that close during the last three years during the pandemic, we picked up right where we left off once we got back to the office. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. There's just one big difference. I'm now married. Yeah. 
My husband knows about Tim. My husband understands that we've been friends for longer than he and I have ever known each other. And for the most part, he's been okay with it. I would say he's been, quote, pretty cool, end quote, about the whole situation. That is until last week. Our team had some reporting and projections. I don't know about those projections. Oh, don't you? oh the yeah. projections. Those fucking projections that go on forever! <laughs> <laughs> the heart wants what the heart wants! Uh, we ended up being in the office late. It ended up being a long day. We got out of the office at about 9.15 p.m. Everybody wanted to go for drinks, so I texted my husband, and I told him, I would like to join. I also invited him to come along because yeah. I felt it was the right thing to do, and him and Tim had never met face-to-face. He told me he was tired, and he decided he didn't want to come. But he asked me directly, was Tim going to be there? Oh. I told him, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, I felt bad about lying, but in some weird way, I thought being dishonest was, be- was better than being hurtful. I kind of get that. I understand. Yeah, and but I you, mean, something could have changed last minute with Tim. Sure. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, so. So you, were, you, you didn't really know. You were lying under the assumption that something <laughs> might happen. Yes. <laughs> it's still lying. I'm yeah. just letting you know. Anyway, about 10 of us went to this local bar that we've been to a million times. Uh, we would consider ourselves regulars at this particular bar. The drinks were flowing and everyone was having such a good time. De-stressing from a long day. Tim then asked me if I could join him privately to talk, and we jumped into a booth in the corner of the bar. He basically told me that he missed our friendship, that for years he felt like he had a wife without all of the marriage drama. He told me that he loved me, but not in a romantic way. He also apologized for being a jerk when I told him that I was going to get married. He basically said that he got jealous. He didn't want the friendship to end, and he feared that my new husband would take me away from him. It was a very cathartic conversation. I agreed with him on all fronts. It felt really nice to be back on the same page with my best friend. He put his arm around me, and we hugged it out. We took a few shots of tequila, and then we rejoined our colleagues. Mm -hmm. The next morning when I got to the office, I saw a text message from my husband. The text message was a screenshot of a photograph of Tim and I in the corner booth with his arm around me. (laughs) And it did not look good. It did not look good at all. Even though it was completely innocuous, it looked like we were being intense with each other and not in the argumentative way. It was the look of two lovers staring at each other's eyes. Even I could agree this particular photograph did not look good. The text message that went along with the picture was, what the fuck, WTF, fucking or nah? uh, Question mark, question mark, question mark. Wow. Wow. Then a couple of minutes later, a second text message, quote, him or me, make a choice. I'll be at my dad's house for the next few days. Figure it out. Let me know. Wow. Wow. That was two days ago, and I have not heard from my husband since. His father responded to one of my text messages to let me know he was okay, but his father also texted me, Kate, uh, comma, it sounds like you've got some thinking to do. Sometimes we have to let important things go in order to make our marriages work. Think about it do the right thing. Mm -hmm. I talked to my therapist. I talked to my parents. I've talked to my friends. And of course, I've talked to Tim about this. I really don't know what to do. I don't want to lose my best friend. And I do love my husband very much. But just the fact that he's making me choose makes me want to run away. This photograph that was posted by the bar and we did not know was taken Mm. was completely um, innocuous. She says innocuous again. And I cannot convince, I don't seem to be able to get through to Tim, uh, to my husband, to let him know that Tim is no threat. I've been listening to your show for, a, for so, um, I've been listening to so many of your episodes. I've heard a few of the stories you've shared about your time working together. What would you two do? How would you handle this? I don't think my husband has any interest in your show, so I feel safe <laughs> asking this question to you. But I do know that Tim does. So please give your honest and horrible advice. Uh, Maybe something will shake loose. Best of both of you, Kate. Oh, wow. That's tricky. It's tricky. <sighs> Threesome. That's how I always fix all problems. <laughs> right. You, Tim, Invite yeah, Tim, you Tim and your husband. Yeah, yeah, get in there. Root around. See if something pops loose. Well, there, there. you know, I don't think you have to go that far, but you do bring up a good point that maybe Tim and the husband, there needs to be some kind of like a three-way hanging out. Uh, Not a three-way. A three-way circle jerk. That's what I say. (laughs) You use both hands, Kate, and let them use their fingers, and let's just go to town. 21 EPMs. It solves all problems. (laughs) It does. 
Yeah, there needs to be a converse. Listen, I actually, I actually, I don't agree with this, and I'll tell you why. Tim okay. is hurt. I mean, uh, let's call husband. I don't know, Bob. Let's call Bob is hurt. Bob right. the husband. And I understand Bob. totally, hundred yeah. percent, because she said, "I don't know," and then he knows once he sees well, that picture. Well, that doesn't even really matter. The picture is the one. Well, I mean, I, you know. I had to, I, like, I, she initially emailed with, like, a very short three paragraphs, and I said, can you elaborate so I have some color commentary for air, because there's just mm-hmm. so many questions involved. Yeah. In. And she did. She sent back this, and I had a couple of follow-up questions, like, what was, did you tell your husband that Tim was, in fact, there at the bar that night? Or did you just let the I don't know hang mm-hmm. and then never followed up with it, yeah. right? Because I think that's an important question to ask. And then I think Bob is so... It's like the the nerve is so exposed right now mm-hmm. that I feel like bringing Tim anywhere near this guy is really just going to make him head for the hills. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't think like immediately. Eventually. Yes, eventually. Yeah, eventually. If she wants to keep the friendship with Tim. Otherwise, I think you yeah. got to let Tim go. You got to let Tim go. If you love your husband yes. and he is your soulmate in the all forms and fashions that uh, like a true relationship typically does – then I would say you've yeah. got to let Tim go. It's going to be hard to do that because you guys work together, and you certainly, I don't think, want to lose your job over this whole situation or quit your job. Um, but it might even get to that. Like, imagine... Yeah. But th- then there's like a whole other part of me that says that Bob is being reactive right now. He, yeah, sa- he, he saw something that even you admit didn't look good, right? And then you kind of lied by omission. So this whole thing. So I think f- the first conversation that you need to have is, I love you and I'm willing to Fix do... Fix things with, t- with yeah. Tim. Not, not with Tim. With Bob. With Bob the husband. Yes. <laughs> Fix things with the husband. Do everything yeah. you can to reassure, reassure him. I know it pisses you off that he's giving you the ultimatum because that would make me mad too, but... yeah. He saw this picture right. and there was all this stuff. Like, he's kind of got the leg up. I have, a, I have a new baby. <laughs> and Astrid and I have to feed that baby every three and a half minutes. I don't know how long it is. It's every, every second it we're like feeding. It. it feels like every three and a half minutes. Then we got to change the diaper and all, all the stuff that comes with the instruction and care guide that you get when you go to the hospital. Sure. So, one of the things that you will find when you have a baby is you definitely have to help each other feed this baby, right? And. Sometimes Astrid wants to take the early shift and sometimes I want to take the late shift. It just depends, right? We have to negotiate these things ahead of time so that there is an understanding of what's going to go on and a plan and a strategy. And I have to give up some of my sleep in order to feed that baby, which I gladly do at least once a day. So I'm being a real champ here, okay? <laughs> i got a whole commercial break to deal with this. What I'm saying is, is that if you can be over-communicated with your husband about yes. what is happening with Tim – then there's he no won't, there's no secret. He won't feel threatened. Leave your phone open on the table with the Tim text messages and let him know that there's nothing yep. really serious to be here. It might take that level of transparency for a while. No one wants their text messages rooted around, not even people who are married. It's just one of those things. You never know when something's going to catch something the wrong way mm-hmm. or when your browser history might be looking for, <laughs> you know, porcupine porn or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You never know. But if you communicate, over communicate, over communicate, what's going on? Honestly, honestly, then you might find that you can smooth this over over a period of time. But right now, shit just got real. It's raw. It's raw. Bob's hurt. He doesn't really tell understand. Bob. Of course, you choose him. Yeah, tell Bob if you really, and then maybe you can guilt him a little bit. Like if you really want me to completely give up this other relationship, I'll do it for yeah. you. But do you really want me to do that? Here's what you do: you have Tim send you a dick pic. <laughs> And then you forward that dick pic to Bob. I'm and being you say, honest. Yeah, see, I'm being honest. This dick pic was not meant for me. Just that's what you say. You go, look, here's his dick. It's not with me right now. <laughs> you guys have some communication issues, you and Bob. And those communication issues are made worse by the fact that Tim is in the middle of your relationship right mm-hmm. now. And you gotta let it go. I know, I, I know how badly you want this friendship. You know what you should do? Start a podcast. That's what you should do. Start a podcast where you and Tim can see each other every day. <laughs> then you can get it all out in the open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that you, at this point, it seems like you know you're never going to be with Tim in no. the, a romantic way or yeah. husband way. So I think you kind of have to go with the person you chose to be your husband. You got to go with the guy that's your husband. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go with the guy that's no. your husband. If you don't, if you feel like this is just a step get too a far. Get a divorce. Yeah, there might be other things that we don't know. Get, get a, a divorce. Get go back to me. That's what I did. Yeah, that's what that I did. It worked out did. great for me. <laughs> You'll find somebody else. <laughs> You'll find somebody else for sure. Let me let me give you a little, um, I, the Atlantic wrote a piece about this. And you and I have both read this, but 
Uh, I just want to like let me share the first two paragraphs because I think it's it you, you'll understand about office romances or work husband or work wife uh, a little bit more. It started off, this is from the Atlantic. It started off as a fairly typical office friendship. You ate lunch together and joked around during breaks. Maybe you bonded over shared affinity for escape rooms or board games or birding. 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 Who the fuck commiserates <laughs> over birding? What the hell is that? Or some other slightly weird hobby. Over time, you became fluent in the nuances of each other's workplace beefs. By now, you vent to each other so regularly that the routine frustrations of professional life have spawned a carousel of inside jokes that leavens the day-to-day. You chat about your lives outside of work also, but a lot of times you don't have to talk at all. If you need to be rescued from a conversation with an overbearing coworker, a pointed glance will do. You aren't Jim and Pam because there isn't anything romantic between the two of you, but you kind of see why people might suspect you're fucking. I'm adding the you're fucking into that, right? (laughs) Right. The term for this type of collegial relationship, work wife or work husband, has become a feature of American offices. The meaning can be a bit slippery, but in 2015, the communication researchers Chad McBride and Carla Mason defined a work spouse or relationship as a special platonic friendship with a work colleague characterized by a close emotional bond, high levels of disclosure, and support also a mutual trust, honesty, loyalty, and respect. D- there it is, yeah. right there. Divorce your husband. That's how, just divorce your husband. <laughs> You're so much better off with Tim. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, start fresh with a new new relationship. It and feels like Tim. Yeah, when you think about it, really, it feels like her husband's being kind of small. Like he's being a little bit small about yeah, this. Yeah, he saw one picture and yes. he knew of a of a. Pl- a picture of a bar where she, he knew she was going yeah. on social media and then left for days on end and didn't text her back. It sounds kind of small, actually. Yeah. Yeah, your husband's a child. <laughs> and since he doesn't listen to the show, fuck that guy. Go back with Tim. I'm rooting for you and Tim. J- uh, Jim and Pam, Kate and Tim. Yeah, That's maybe it was a mistake for. that you married this guy. It's probably a mistake that you <laughs> married this guy. <laughs> Just based on our, just based on our conversation, fifteen minutes of conversation here, Chrissy and I have determined that you are not married. Yeah, well, and for him, seriously, I do have to say, for him to leave, like leave the house and go to his dad's for Astrid days. And I, Astrid and I have one rule. Yeah, one rule: exactly. never leave the house no. angry. No, never. No, Don't you do work that. something out. Yeah. Before you leave and involve your dad. Absolutely. Over a picture. Yeah, but you know, Tim did the same thing too. When she said she was getting married, he didn't communicate with her for a week. So it seems like you got a pattern of men in your life that just like <laughs> have this like defensive position to not respond to you. Yeah, but Tim was off out west and was not her husband. True. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing that I can't stand in a relationship, the one thing that is so fucking small is when someone gets angry and they walk out the door and yeah. then they don't respond don't to you for, for hours, yeah. minutes, whatever it is. That's yep. the worst possible thing. It is. You know what you say? Honey, I'm a little heated right now. I love you, but I need to go take a walk around the neighborhood. Yes. Or I'm going to Baskin Robbins and I'm trying all 31 fucking flavors. <laughs> I like that one. Or I'm going to the shoe show because I need to see somebody else's tits for a minute. <laughs> Any of those things will yeah. do, but you don't just walk out the door angry. You don't do it. Yeah. Feel like they got a little I'm dying to know me. kind of what happens down the road on this. Well, I told her you have to please follow up with us yes. because our audience loves to know and we never follow up on these things. <laughs> we so don't. in season number four, we have a notebook for this kind of stuff. Do so, I, do, should I write that down? Yeah, write that Kate. We need to follow up with Kate and Tim, Kate and Tim. eventually. Maybe we'll give them a couple of weeks and see how it goes. But you know, this is also being talked a lot about on TikTok, Chrissy. Okay. It's not just uh the TCB family that's having trouble with work husbands and work wives. It's the whole world, it seems. So we have a, I have a compilation video of a bunch of people from TikTok talking about their work husbands and their work wives. You want to hear it? Sure. You want to go through it? Okay. I want to give credit where credit is due because I did not put this compilation together. Liz Yelland, L-I-Z-Z-Y-E-L-L-A-N, Liz Yelland. You can Google her or you can uh, search her on YouTube if you want to see some of her compilation videos. Uh, This is the one that she put together about work wives and work husbands. So without further ado, Miss Chrissy Hoadley. Yes. I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. TCB. 
Hey, everybody out there in the podcast universe, it's time for the dreaded commercial break inside the commercial break. It's season number four. You've heard it all before, so let's get to it quickly. You can text us or leave us a voicemail at 1-855-TCB-8383. Questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 855-TCB-8383 toll free from anywhere in the world. Visit our website, tcbpodcast.com to listen to any of the audio, watch any of the video, or send us a message. Hit the contact us button. Instagram and TikTok at The Commercial Break. And now YouTube videos the same day they air on the audio feed. They'll air youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. Chrissy and I are very grateful every time you choose to listen to The Commercial Break. If you're ever in the market for our sponsors, products, or services, all we ask is that you use the specialized URLs or codes. Thanks again for being part of the TCB family. Now let's hear from those sponsors and we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. TCB. Here's everybody in the world, seems like, talking about work, work wives and work husbands. Oh, I know he was. Several years ago, my husband worked at an Amazon warehouse and hated every goddamn second of it. But uh, I got to go to their family and friends event one year. It was during summer, I believe, is when it was done. He, she's like looking back to say, see her husband. <laughs> like the husband's <laughs> right in the room. This is the type of woman who t- does not accept work wives. No. Guaranteed. And two beautiful women came up to us uh, while we were sitting there munching on whatever they were serving that day. Carpet. <laughs> and um, my poor hubby, he's so socially awkward. So I knew this. <laughs> the flirting that was happening was not of his own volition. <laughs> he was just being a nice guy. <laughs> wow what is going on here i just knew my husband was not flirting with these women probably probably not you're right i was sleeping with them <laughs> she's the kind of person who thinks it doesn't happen to her husband it doesn't happen to my wife mm-hmm. right my husband he's kind of a lug nut he doesn't, get, you know, he doesn't get along with the girls. He's he's not that kind of guy. He's not like a schmoozer or Casanova. That's exactly the guy that's sleep. Remember that? Remember that tech guy that we keep talking about? Yeah, the tech guy at our office. Oh yeah, who would show up at the strip club <laughs> every day at ten thirty in the morning and lunch. show back up at three p.m. He was the quietest, weirdest, strangest man I've ever met in my entire life. Married with children, I guarantee his wife did not know that he was at the shoe show. Where the girls That's knew him by name. a different, though, because he's going to a place where you pay. But does it really fucking matter <laughs> yes. if your work wife is at the strip club or is at your office? <laughs> I think it's worse if she's at the strip club. Yes, it is. Because she's naked it the is, entire time. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the ladies looked at me and goes, so are you a sister or girlfriend or something? I'm like, nah, I'm the wife. And I was like, you keep flirting. He ain't going to do shit. I didn't say that. <laughs> they both just looked at me and went, oh. And as quickly as possible, ran the fuck away. <laughs> That's because they were sleeping with him. <laughs> this woman's in denial. Yeah. Denial. Is she drunk too? I think she's something. <laughs> something. Yeah, something's going on there. I don't want to. I don't want to presume. I don't know no. this woman whatsoever. So she looks like a lovely lady, but yes, yeah, she's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he was so embarrassed. I'm like, babe, why are you embarrassed? You're cute. Obviously, somebody's gonna flirt with you. And he was trying to justify what was going on. He's like, I would never do anything. It's just we have to wear gloves all the time, so they can't see my ring. It's like, baby, I know. <laughs> I trust you. But that was funny. Okay, that woman has never trusted a man in her life, first of all. Second of all, that I guarantee that guy was sleeping with those women. Could be. I yeah. do have to say on a side note here, it's so nice if you ever can be and find a relationship to where people are not jealous. Because I was in those relationships when I was younger, where the guy was always jealous. Whoever I was dating was always jealous. Yeah, 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 yeah Super yeah, yeah. jealous and like That's young possessive yeah. and controlling. And since being with Jeff, he's like, uh-uh. I, I take it as a compliment when guys flirt yeah. with you. I love it. Let me share <laughs> Let me share why older guys are the jam. Yes. Because their brains are fully developed, first of all. Guys' brains don't stop, don't stop developing until we're 35 years old. That's insane. Some of us won't even live that long, right? Yeah. First of all. Second of all, the testosterone that's running through our 
those fucking potatoes downstairs 24 hours a day in our 20s is crazy. It makes us do crazy things. We, we just think everybody's trying to fuck the girl that yeah, we're fucking. Yeah. Right? I can Not see that. true. Sec- <laughs> third of all, we all got cheated on that one time when we were teenagers and we never fucking forgot it. And so rather than crying in our pillows and telling everybody our feelings, we got angry and we beefed up and we went to the gym four times a day. And now we're going to kick your ass if you look at my girlfriend's butthole again. Right. But the reality is the older men, we know. We're like, you know what? If she's going to cheat on me, she's going to cheat on me. What can I do about it? I'm going to waste my time. And also that you realize it's a compliment. It's a compliment. If other men think that your wife is beautiful. Well, yeah, it's a compliment. But the jealousy really isn't about like whether or not I – it's always been a compliment that someone thinks my girlfriend Mm -hmm. or wife is is attractive. Mm -hmm. It's that third layer of insecurity (laughs) that the mind abhors a vacuum. So if we see a guy flirting with you – then, and we don't know who that guy is or uh-huh. we don't know what his intentions are. How many times have you talked to him on the telephone? Are you fucking him while I'm at work? Have you yeah. ever been to his apartment? Do you know who he is? Has his friend ever fucked you? Which it's may like, be where Bob is and his growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Bob's, husband. Bob's 26. Yeah. <laughs> so my husband is the work husband. And um, he has a work husband as well. And um, it's this dude. Right here. This is my wonderful husband. Right there. Right there. Now look how cute he is. It's promotion day. And guess who got to pin him? (laughs) Is she jealous of the guy? I think she's a little jealous of the guy. Okay. Yeah, there's another thing. The best friend? Yeah, work husband. Husbands having work husbands. That happens too. That's the thing about a work husband or a work wife. It's completely platonic. Mm -hmm. If it's truly like a work husband, work wife and not an emotional affair, it's completely platonic. So does it matter if it's a guy or a girl? Really doesn't. doesn't. I have lots of work husbands. (laughs) I I have, and I have sex with them. Together, they work together, they have lunch together, sometimes dinner together. And then immediately when they get off of work, they go on to play in video games together. Yeah, that's just... That's just guy. That's a best friend. Yeah, that's a best friend. Yeah, that's a guy crush. But also, it's a man crush. It seems like maybe he's not paying enough attention to her. Well, if you what you can't see on the video here is that she's showing a picture of her husband who's in the military. Mm-hmm. So he's got a very stressful job, and he needs somebody he can commiserate with. Yeah. I've met a few of these army guys, navy guys, marines, you know, and it's an intense thing that they do. Sure. And when you go through something like that, especially if you've been in war or battle or in, seen any action. There's only one other. It's like those, you know, those shared experience. Do you remember that time that lady drove down in a diaper for 72 hours to yes. like go see the other astronaut? The one astronaut was yes. peeing in a diaper to go see the other yes. astronaut. She had a gun and she's going to kill everybody because she just wanted to be with her astronaut work husband. Uh-huh. That's because if you read anything that's been written by astronauts, when they come back from outer space, they are in a different universe. They do not uh, – people don't understand what they've been through, and they find it hard to commiserate with humans that have not left the earth because you are one of like 196 people in the world living currently that has ever been in outer space for any amount of time. And your whole worldview changes. Everything changes, and you need somebody to talk to about that. And that's that sounds why, like our Clear Channel experience. Absolutely. <laughs> Outer space or iHeart. <laughs> iHeart or outer space. If you've been to either of those two places, you need therapy. You've, got, you've been to battle. Yes, you've been to battle. And only you've those who damaged. have been there will understand you've what you've done. That's right. <laughs> They've beaten you and tortured you. <laughs> you know, when you're an astronaut, they spin you around that damn thing three, three million times to make you throw up and pass out and all. They do very similar thing at Clear Channel, only they stuff you in a room with an obnoxious sales manager who yells at you to make more phone calls yes. and projections. Projections! <laughs> so I would say that this, this guy just, you know, he's found his buddy that he commiserates with about this. It's no big deal. I think she's all, she also looks very young, so yeah. maybe she's also having that. Insecurity. Yeah. It wasn't this bad before they deployed, but now that they're deployed, it's even worse. And the running joke between his wife and I is that we're just all going to move in together when they get back, and they're going to stay home on the weekends and watch kids, and we're going to do whatever we want. But Esco, if you're watching this, I have needs too! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, uh, shout it at the top of the rooftop, baby. 
So part of me's like, good luck if that manages to work out for you. And then the other part of me is like, try me. What? I've got <laughs> vocal fry. Part of me is like, oh my God. And then the other part of me is like, try me. I don't me. even know what that meant. You don't understand how they, <laughs> you're not in the brain of a genius like I am. I hate that fucking vocal fry. It drives me crazy. Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. That vocal fry? Yes. It drives me fucking crazy. Astrid's watching that damn Bachelorette or whatever it is right now. The oh, Bachelor, a couple the of Bachelorette. Girls that have it. Couple of girls. All Every of one of them. Oh. Not, not, nothing sexier than the reek of de- the smell of desperation and tequila <laughs> and vocal fry added in. It's awful. It's awful. It's horrible. I can't stand that vocal fry. It drives me crazy. It makes, it makes, I don't know, the women are making themselves sound stupider than they really are. I don't mm. understand it. I don't get it. <laughs> this is so funny to me <laughs> because it's so true. By the way, what they're responding to is a girl who says, when you realize girls at work are trying to fuck your husband, oh, right? Or that, okay. you, or the girls at work are your work... Uh, the work wife. Your husband is a work husband to other women, basically. Yes. And Oh, God. Let me just... Okay, so my husband is a manager for a fuel hauling company. So he, like, drives trucks or whatever and, like, manages, like, all his little people under him. But sounds like you and your husband have a lot of conversations <laughs> yeah. about his work. He's got like a little he's got like a little truck know. and he drives it around. I don't know, whatever. It's people I don't know, cast the paycheck. There is no men that work I mean, no women that work with him. So it's all men, right? And I know for a fact they all have like not all of them, but at least two of them have a huge fat gay crush on my husband because <laughs> they straight up do not ever leave him alone y'all never leave him alone <laughs> why do you have to text him all the time jeez first of all what you can't see here is that lady was wearing glasses twice the size of her, of her actual head <laughs> and second of all i don't know i don't know if i could be married to that woman with all that that loud voice like that yeah could you no I don't know. I think what we're learning here is that Brian's super choosy about the girls he wants to date. I hear Bob get hit on by coworkers all the time because we both answer our phones on like speaker. Um, but also I watch it at the grocery store and stuff. Like he'll be like, oh, she was just asking me questions about apples. And I'm like, you don't work for the grocery store. Anyway, I have no concerns about it because he's so obtuse to it. But this one time. We were at a... Isn't obtuse a way to explain a right angle, like a like a non-right angle on a triangle? <laughs> he sees some coworkers, he starts talking to them, and this chick that's with them goes, oh, I'm Bob's other love of his life. Insert bitch's name here. Um, and Ooh, I- Ooh. Wow. Ballsy. Yeah, that that's not something you bar. say. Yeah, that's- to the wife? Yeah. Okay, I'm with the girl on this one. <laughs> Last three women were just obnoxious. This lady's on it. She's on it. I agree with you here just like to say that that's not a cute look like if you don't know the other person's spouse calling yourself like the work wife or whatever is so no yeah just don't do it um no i would never do that i would never ever call someone my work wife in front of their spouse no you're my work wife (laughs) hi jeff (laughs) there is a woman who i refer to as bob's work wife because she has to put up with him and listen to him talk incessantly every day you know pre-covid um but that's me saying that about her, not her saying about herself. Wow. Sounds yeah. like you and Bob have a really great relationship. He has to, you have to, she has to listen to him talk incessantly all day. At least it's not me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm just glad that you're my work wife. I'm Chrissy. glad you're my work husband. Yeah, that's, that's all I got to say. It's always been that way. It has always been that way. Sorry about that. I just pressed the wrong button. It has always been that way. Yeah, we're going, what, 15 years, 16 years. Uh, yes, we are going on. It's 2007, and now we're in 2023. Is it? Is it really been it's that long? It's been 16 years. It's just years. crazy how long you and I have known each other <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and that we still hang out with each other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we still love each other. <laughs> I still love you. I still love you. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, Chrissy, you'll always have a special place in my heart. I feel the same. I demand on the.
on my heart Ferris wheel. That's right. So oh, we'll always have a special Ferris place wheel. on my Ferris wheel. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> rode the Gravitron too. I don't know. I think I tried to ride that bull for the first time ever in my life. Like one of those bulls, they just set it out in the middle of a field. And then they had like sandbags as the place where you landed. It was like not fun. It hurt. And all I remember is I didn't last long. No. Well, that makes two places I don't last long. But we'll save that for a rainy day. I want to talk to my work wife about all that yeah, shit. Yeah, we need to discuss yeah, that. I'll talk to my real wife about all that yes. shit. Hey, listen www.tcbpodcast.com is where you go to find out more information about Chrissy and I. You can listen to all the audio, you can watch all the video, and you can contact us by hitting the Contact Us button. If you'd like your 21 EPM sticker and a special note from Chrissy and I, send us your address and your name, and we will send those out. We send out a batch every couple of weeks, so send it in, and then in a couple of weeks, you'll get your sticker. Also, we'd like to let you know that if you want to join us live here in studio on the phone, we now have a way to do that. 775-TCB-LIVE. That's 775-TCB-LIVE. You can call uh, Tuesday through Thursday, noon to 5 p.m. And if we're in the mood, we'll pick up the phone and we'll talk to you. And if we're not in the mood, leave us a message and maybe we'll call you back. You can also text us to a non-spam text message line where Chrissy and I actually respond. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. Ask TCB. You need some advice? You want to tell us a story? Or you just want to tell us how much you hate the show? Do that at 855-TCB-8383. 855-TCB-8383. From anywhere in the world, toll-free. Only the text message line is toll-free, by the way. So, 775-TCB-LIVE to talk to us in uh, in the studio. 855-TCB-8383 for your text messages. And now you can watch the YouTube videos the same day they come out on audio. So right now, as you're listening to this, the YouTube video is out. Go watch it. What are you doing here? YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Okay, Chrissy, I think that's all I can do for today. I think so. So I will say I love you. I love you. And best to you. And best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Goodbye.